Hey everyone, it's Johnny here. So this is my first video for a while. As you can probably see, um, I've bought a bit of a more, I bought some more equipment, got a new microphone here. I'm now starting to use the uh, DSLR camera rather than just using my mobile phone. So hopefully it's a bit better quality. Um, this video may also be made into a podcast as well, which I'm just about to start doing. So if it is, great. So you'll be listening to this rather than watching me. Um, if it's not, hopefully soon I'm going to get into the podcasting game. Okay, so this video or podcast today is called KO the Comp, Supercharge Your BIP. Okay, so when I talk about your BIP, it's your brand image positioning. And I'm going to give you some tips and advice how you can position yourselves, not necessarily to be better than the competition, but to be different from the competition. Because I think we often look at what other people are doing and think, well, how can I be slightly better? But actually, it's probably easier and more effective rather than, rather than be slightly better to be completely different. And you can do this through your brand image. And it often gets forgotten about. Now, when we talk about positioning, Let's, let's talk about this. So when we position our product or our service, what we're trying to do is let our customers know, this is who we are, this is what we're offering, this is our value, and this is what makes us different from everyone else. Now we do, normally do this through four different factors. So the first one is price. So when we first launch our product or service, we'll kind of put a price tag on our hours, our days, or our, our, the, the value of our product, or the value as a whole of our service. This is normally done by looking at what other people are charging, and then probably putting a price on and seeing, what is this what I can charge? It might be similar, it might be more expensive, you might be loads cheaper. So that's how we first position our product or our service. The second thing is the quality. So if we've just started off, or the product is launched brand new on the, into the market, the quality might not be there yet. So again, we'll then price it lower because the quality isn't as good. If the quality is great, then obviously we're, we're then gonna price our product much, much higher. The third thing is our knowledge and expertise. So if we are providing a service, then if we've got years and years and years of knowledge um, and we're really, really good at what we do, then that will obviously make us price higher uh, and that will position us in a different place. So again, if you're working with certain vendors or consultants who have got years and years of experience, then they will obviously charge more money. If you're launching your service early on, then you haven't got as much expertise, then obviously you might charge at a lower price. The last thing is the history of our product or our brand. So if that product's been around for a long, long time, um, it's kind of well established um, and people will then view that product or service very, very differently. And that will position the product or service in a, in a different area. So that's normally how brands will position their product or service. But there's one thing that everyone seems to forget and that's the image is probably 
the first thing and the most important important positioning factor. So now with the digital, digital age, we will look at someone's website, we will go on their social media, we'll look at their online channels, and we're gonna have an opinion of that brand very, very early on by what they look like. Um, and then we're gonna, um, we're gonna kind of estimate or think about what the value is of that product or service. And then in our minds, mentally, we're gonna position that brand. And so many businesses out there forget about the importance of brand positioning. And here are some common mistakes and faults that brands make. So the first thing that customers and prospects will be looking at is the brand image as a whole. So this can be on the website, it can be online online channels, it could be the shop front, it could be the store, or wherever they get to see that brand initially, um, the first, first contact or the first point where they see your brand. Another thing which obviously lets the brand down is the logo and identity. So often logos, they're old, they're dated, um, they might be irrelevant for that current market. They may have been designed 30 years ago for a certain market or product and they haven't been updated. Um, they might need to be refreshed. So if a company has got an old dated logo, that's the, one of the first things that your prospects are gonna see. And it can really, really let the company down and give the wrong perception and the wrong idea of who you actually are. The next thing is the images and the graphics and the illustrations that you use. So often a lot of companies will just use stock imagery. That automatically takes away any personality that you've got. Um, the graphics you use might be stock graphics, they might be old graphics. You might not be using a, a tight style guide, which will mean that your, your image is inconsistent. It's unprofessional. The next thing is the user interface of your website. So you know, your website might be designed five years ago, 10 years ago. You know, when your prospects are coming to look at your brand for the first time, they may be looking at your website. And if your website is dated, it's clunky, it's hard to use, it, it just looks really old fashioned, that's the first thing that your prospects are seeing and thinking about your brand. The next thing is your social media content. So that's your images, it's the videos, it's any type of post that you're putting out. It's the, one of the first things that your prospect might be seeing. Uh, and if again, if it's dated, um, if it's inconsistent, if it just looks rubbish, that again is one of the first things that they're seeing. Uh, and then we'll move into the, the physical real world. So that's your signage, um, it's the shop front, and it's also how your staff present themselves. It's their uniforms. It's actually how they present themselves as individuals. Um, it's that initial experience and that image that your prospects and your customers will have. So those are many things where businesses are letting themselves down. They're not looking at them. They're not scrutinizing them. Um, and they're not really, really breaking down exactly what their prospects are seeing and what kind of impression that's giving. So just to break that down again, the first things that your prospects may be seeing and experiencing is that your brand identity is dated and tired. 
your website is messy and clunky and the sales message is incoherent um, and it's really, really difficult to understand or visualize and you're using out-of-date images and even worse, really, really bad stock imagery. So the question I'm asking you right now is, when was the last time you took a really good look at your brand as a whole? So that's your social media channels, that's your website, it's any online channels that you're using, and it's the physical environment, your shop front, your office, or wherever you get to have your first contact with your prospects. So here are my actions. The first thing you should do is get an audit. Now this audit doesn't have to be from a designer or an agency, it can be anyone, but it needs to be a critical friend. It needs to be someone who can look at your brand from the outside and give you an open and honest account of what they're seeing. Ideally, I would probably go to a professional, a designer, a brand expert, a marketing expert who can really, really break down and be critical of how exactly your brand is coming across to the outside world. Now I know image, it's contextual, it's, um, it's, you know, everyone's got a different opinion. So you've got to get an opinion of someone who really knows what they're talking about and does this for their job and has got lots of experience. The second thing is to do some market research. What are your competitors doing? Now, I'm not saying you should copy them. You should not, you know, you shouldn't do what they're doing and just make it slightly better. Just analyze what they're doing, what they're doing well and what they're doing badly. And what we're trying to do here is carve our own space. We're not looking at what they're doing and doing it slightly better. We want to do something different that makes you unique and starts to categorize your own space. The next thing to do is to start working with professionals. And you can the first thing you can do actually is do this yourself, is start to create style sheets. Now these style sheets can be anything. They could be for photographs that you've seen that you like, they can be images, they can be just little scraps of paper that you've cut out of things that you like. And you can start to build the image of the brand that you really, really want. You can look at other people's websites, you can look at um, companies in other sectors or fields that are doing really cool things and start to gather a visual mood board of all the things that you think visualize your brand um, and give you the brand image that mirrors your vision and where you wanna go um, with the company. The next thing, and this is super important, is you've gotta be authentic. You know, you've got to be you, you've got to visualize the vision of the brand as a whole. Now, if there's lots of people that work within your organization, this is a group project. This is something that you need to do together. It's probably from a, a leader's point of view, senior management point of view, uh, and also bring in a diverse range of people that work within the organization. So you get an open and honest account and view of what you think the brand should look like. You may even want to bring in some customers at this point and stakeholders and get their opinion of you know, what they think the brand should look like. You need to make it future-proof. So if it looks great today, it might not look great tomorrow or in a few years time. So you've got to be future-proof with this. You've got to create a brand that's gonna look great for years and years and years to come. You've got to keep it fresh. So you've got to look, you know, you've got to look different from everyone else. 
it's got to be clean, it's got to be professional, and your image has to go straight to the heart of the customer that you're looking to attract. It's got to be visually beautiful, and that's every single component, component of your brand. That's your website, it's your social media channels, um, it's you know every single touch point that your prospect is going to see you. Because remember, like food, the first bite is with the eye. So when your customers land on your social channels, when they land on your website, you've got to look not just better than your competition, but you've got to look completely different um, and unique. If you are listening to this, um, please subscribe. If you are watching this, um, please like and share it. Um, there's going to be lots more videos coming out soon. So remember, be useful, be kind. And I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.